This is your brain on fried eggs. Rabbit holes, brainwaves, nightmares, and campfires. You're listening to the Mind of Melodic podcast, hosted by DJ Melodic and Queen Melody. And now, it's time for another ride through the Mind of Melodic. of the Mind of Melodic podcast. This is episode 22 and I'm AJ from Recess with AJ. I'm Queen Melody. And I'm DJ Melodic. Once again, I want to give a big shout out to our sponsor of the day. Um, DollarSeat.com. Yes, ma'am. We're going to give a big shout out. We'll talk about them in a minute. Play their radio commercial. Um... But before we go any further in today's intro, I just wanted to give a big, humble shout-out. Um, some recognition. Not the sponsor of the day, obviously, but some homage. Um, for, for those of you don't, that don't know, um, a lot of this started years ago um, with me, Melodic, looking up to legends like Art LeBeau, rest in peace. Chick Hearn, rest in peace. DJ Sway and Tech on the Wake Up Show. And even Dan Patrick from the Dan Patrick Show. And I don't know if you've ever seen the Dan Patrick Show. They got an awesome man cave going on over there. And they have all the artists, they have all the athletes, and all the the movie stars come in for their interviews over there. That's what we kind of got going on over here. We're building our very own mini Dan Patrick show. We got um, a little man cave going on. AJ, why don't you hop in real quick and tell some of the listeners what you're looking at inside the man cave. Um, you're looking at... What do you got over there? Um... Snowman for Christmas. What do we got over here? Um, a poster. What, what's on the poster? Stranger Things. Stranger Things. That's pretty cool, right? What do we have right here? Um, bridge. Uh, that's actually the Brooklyn Bridge. All right, pretty awesome poster. What's behind you? Um, a poster of um, basketball. Who is it? You don't know who that is? Oh my gosh, we gotta do some work with you. That's Kobe and Jordan in the same poster in the All Star game. What's over here? What do we got over here, AJ? Um, Funko Pops. And we got some Funko Pops. Who's that? LeBron? Um, LeBron James? Um, we got Fortnite. Fortnite. The Hulk. Avengers, Avengers right? Uh, we got a little mini fridge with some protein shakes and some uh, water. some water, and we got protein bars. We stack. We're gonna snack up and get some better snacks like M and M, Reese's Pieces. Hint, hint. If any of you wanna uh, sponsor the next episode and send me some Reese's Pieces, I will show you a thousand ways to eat them. Uh, let's see. We got a bunch of goodies over here. Oh yeah. We got the Tony Hawk skateboards, the newest edition, and we're actually going to be talking about Tony Hawk later in the episode in the Road to Glory. 
So without further ado, let's get into the episode 22. Once again, big shout out to the sponsor of the day. DollarSeat.com And uh, we're going to go ahead and play the radio commercial real quick and one of my new tracks, which I made last night, specifically for the podcast and the radio station. At DollarSeed.com, all of our seeds are only a dollar a pack. And we have online resources that teach you all about the rewarding hobby of growing your own plants, flowers, herbs, and vegetables. Imagine the joy you'll feel when your children actually help you harvest your first garden crop. Or the pride of knowing you'll never need a florist again. Visit DollarSeed.com and grow a little magic of your own for just a dollar. DollarSeed.com. What could be healthier? Welcome to Satoshi Vibes, where we talk about blockchain, crypto, NFTs, and preserving Satoshi's vision. All right, crypto nerds, we're back with another edition of Satoshi's Vibes. This is the part of the podcast where I talk about blockchain, crypto, NFTs, and today I'm going to talk about a cryptocurrency that is called XRP. 
I have not shared this with a lot of people outside my circle. Um, I don't want to get a bunch of strangers all in my mix because it's going to make me less rich. So if you are listening to this, you have a blessed, uh, this is a blessing. Uh, This moment here will point you in a direction which will could change your life and most of you have more resources and money than me so you'll probably be able to um even do better with this information than i can so xrp is a cryptocurrency it's actually one of the oldest it's actually was used as a form of tips and and um, service or tips of uh, medium exchange on Twitter maybe six, seven, eight years ago. It has, it's a cryptocurrency that has much more utility than just money. XRP is also known as Ripple. And Ripple's primary uh, utility, primary uh, function is to service the financial institutions around the globe. You might be familiar with a company called Swift, not the transportation company that you see dieseling all these cargo trucks around. Swift that I'm talking about runs all the ATMs all around the globe. The data, the the protection of the data, the processing of the data, the high-speed transactions, it's major money. This is what's happening every day. Visa, right? MasterCard, Cash App, PayPal, all these crazy transactions is going on. Swift is a big component of that cycle, that that process. And XRP set out long time ago to replace them, to service the financial institutions around the globe in a much more secure, safer, efficient, modern, and obviously blockchain way. And um, I found out, um, okay, before I mention that, let me just tell you this. XRP right now is and has been in litigation with the United States government for over a year now. They are fighting with them over regulation and uh, I guess you can call it definition. When you look inside the dictionary under a word, there's a definition. And the U.S. government right now is trying to define cryptocurrency, trying to regulate it. And XRP 
is the cryptocurrency that they are using as the example. XRP is in the center of it. Ripple has pulled together enough litigation, some fabulous lawyers, and plenty of money to not only fight the U.S. government, but it looks like they're about to win. Regardless of whether they win or not, I don't, I'm not here to tell you what's going on there. I can tell you this. The whole thing in my heart feels like a facade. It was all sparked by Gary Gensler. Gary Gensler taught me about crypto. I watched his YouTube videos. I watched his YouTube videos he taught at MIT. And I watched the entire 18 course, 18 class course. I watched it like six times. I listened to it over and over again. Okay, Gary Gensler was my professor, my crypto professor. Then he ends up becoming the head of the SEC. So this teacher who was supposedly trying to teach MIT students about creating, developing, and engineering and and producing a new financial way ends up becoming the head of the SEC and wants to destroy it. Why? Why? And why did he go after XRP? Well, I ended up finding out Gary Gensler used to be the CFO for the Clintons. This is the guy who manages all the money, all the campaign money for the Clintons. Hillary's run, Bill's terms. Gary Gensler was the chief funds officer. He controlled all the money. He knows not just business, he knows economics, he knows law. He knows the way it is, and he probably understands technology. Okay, so why go after XRP? Okay. Why go after XRP, especially if the Clintons have owned it? Since 2017. See, the blockchain is transparent, which means every transpar every transaction is visible to the public. You can go and verify because it's public data. Bitcoin transactions, Ethereum transactions, XRP, Dogecoin. There's different blockchains, but they all have that data right there. So we all know the Clintons have owned XRP. We all know the XRP, excuse me, Gary Gensler worked for the Clintons. 
And then we all know that Gary Gensler now is attacking XRP. So unless all of a sudden Gary Gensler stopped being friends with the Clintons, then this is an in- means it is a complete facade. And what that leads me to do is believe that XRP is going to definitely replace SWIFT will probably end up doing a lot more. And right now, XRP is only 40 cents a coin. When the next happening happens, I'm sure that that's going to be well above five bucks each. So what I'm telling you right now is that regardless of what the price is right now or when you buy it. When the next happening happens, you will have 8x, 10x, 15x, or maybe more. Whatever your holdings are in XRP. And maybe if you listen to the next episode, I'll tell you where you can buy some XRP safely. The marshmallows, warm up the hot cocoa, grab your snuggie, grab your snuggie and your favorite cuddle buddy, because it's time, it's time, it's time, it's time for Melodic's Campfire. Howdy ho, campers. How you doing today? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, welcome back. It's episode 22, and you're listening to Melodic's Campfire. I'm DJ Melodic. I know I promised you a, a story uh, about my autobiography. I recently told you I was going to put my, my childhood story on pause to tell you about this new job I'm going through that I recently got. But I'm going to put that on pause as well. Just one more episode. Because I I was trying to tell Melody about a story uh, yesterday. And um, I just felt like I kind of had to tell you, tell all the listeners about this story as well. Maybe it's um, pertinent to, you know some of the stuff you've been through and some of the stuff I'm going through with the next job, the new job. So I just wanted to uh, uh, bring it up first and share the story first because I thought it had some correlation. Well, we're going to talk about Papa Joe's Pizza. Now, some of you... Where's it located? Well, that's what I was about to get into because some of these, um, some of these uh, Papa Joe's pizzas are independently owned. Mm-hmm. I believe that you might have one, you know, West Covina, or whatever, La Puente, and it's different than the one out here. They're owned by different people. It's not like it's a giant franchise like Papa John's, right? right? It's just. It's kind of like the that that uh, what is that Albertos? Yeah. You know how there's all those different variations, right. Albertos and Albertos and 
Albier Daz and, and, and Alan Bertos. Alan Bertos. <laughs> <laughs> all sorts of different ones, but they all got the same colors, right? right? And so some people they they find out what works. There's a little niche. Mm-hmm. And then maybe a long time ago, there were a couple other branches and they sold them off individually. But at the end of the day, this Papa Joe's was in Riverside and it's on Harupa. Mm-hmm. It's like right over there by the Bakers. It's been there for a minute. It's still there. I wish um, I could make a difference. But the reality is all I can do is share with you my experience. And... Um, I worked there. I worked there. Um, I lived down the street for a little bit, and it's very convenient to look for a a job that's closer to where you live. Um, I had other things going on, but I wanted to give that a try for several different reasons. I wanted to learn more about the bartending. I loved pizza. Um, it has a little arcade situation going on over there, a tiny one, right? And the family environment, the community environment, interacting like it's cheers. And then something cool for the kids, maybe even get discounts, right, on pizza. And, um, I mean, we literally had that earlier today with AJ. And, um, I worked there, I kicked butt, you know, treat treat the company like it's mine I know what the food handlers test says and I go above and beyond to be clean because I want to eat there when it came time for me to do deliveries I um I got this wild idea that I was gonna do it in okay this is what happened actually it was an accidental like happening I was literally working there but I was looking for another job right because I just you know wasn't going to be long term I was looking for something better and I think my daughter was around seven and my son was like six at the time so I'm looking for a better job and I didn't have time I was going to be late to get to that job at Papa Joe's I didn't have time to change and I went straight in my interview clothes and I literally had slacks dress shirt and a tie so then I end up delivering pizzas in the tie on accident Mm -hmm. but that customer was so shocked that I was in a tie they start fumbling around for tip money And I got this idea, I was like, wow, maybe I should do this in a shirt and tie every day because it's so impressive that they felt like, you know, I'm trying, I'm going to tip this guy. Like he's the food guy, but he's doing something different. Like let's, let's reward him for that. Some of them were going to tip anyway, but then the ones, there were a couple that were borderline maybe and like, okay, this guy earned it. Right. So, um, I started doing the deliveries and the tie, and um, I worked my butt off. I learned a lot about the food, um, about the pizza, and um, prepping pizza, cooking pizza, and um, mixing the dough, and, and uh, <clears throat> stretching out the pizza, 
certain certain things and uh, I enjoyed it but while I was working there now I literally ended up working there for about three months and the whole time I was working there it was like super cold and um, they had a slushy machine which was dormant it was off the slushy machine was turned off and the, the the syrup inside was just sitting there just sitting there okay so it started to warm up and um, the owner decided to flip that switch back on without cleaning without cleaning it right now he didn't switch the syrup he didn't clean it, disinfect it, sanitize it, run hot water through it, and put fresh syrup in there. It was just dormant syrup. And it was the same day that my kids ended up visiting. And I was trying to cook them some pizza, and he literally, like, while my back was turned, tried to give them some of that slushy. And I went off. You know, um, these are my kids, mm-hmm. and my job, my priority is to protect them. But at the same time, he was doing that to the whole community. And I guess it was ironic synchronicity there, right? Because I had a chance to protect the whole community. I never got a chance to witness this but a, another co-worker had told me once upon a time they, they were making roast beef sandwiches and and um, they dropped the last piece of roast beef on the floor the owner picked it up and he was just like throw, just throw pepper on it just throw pepper on it it'll be fine here so I never got to witness that but having that hold to me in the back of my mind it just instantly flipped a switch to me and I turned into a hulk to protect my kids to protect my community to say my peace and that was obviously the last day I worked there um the moral of the story is to say this I am very, 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 very tired of eating out. Life has kind of forced it upon us so much. Um, It disgusts me. Having irresponsible people, let alone, I mean, some of them are teenagers, cooking your food on, without proper training, you know? without personal health standards that even meet the, the county's health standard. So, I mean, I have my personal standards, I think, that are go beyond the counties. Like, I go further than that. I'm like Howie Mandel with the sanitizer. But I just, I can only do so much. And I know that what I see out there 
there's very, 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 very little people, very few like me that care. It's harder to find, I find them, you know, at McDonald's, right? You know, and it's harder to find them, um, a lot of them, anywhere. Even what we went to Mission Burgers, we had some poor service, right? So every once in a while, you get people that go above and beyond and enjoy their job. But I'm tired of eating out. I just want my own farm, my own vegetables, with my own fruits, my own fish, my own chickens, solar panels, rain catcher, everything. And I want that organic that I touched, that I prepared. I know where it's been and not. You can't, you can't really trust a lot of these places out here. And, you know, um, a Yelp review or a call to this county, it's not going to stop. It's not going to help. It's not going to change nothing. But we as a, as a global society have accepted eating out and fast food so much. It's everywhere. It's more expensive. It's less healthy. And even though I'm in the industry, I I, I, I don't want anything to do with it. You know, because there's no way I can keep the entire restaurant clean up to my standard. And, um... You know, I obviously couldn't work for a guy like that after that. I said my piece, and as far as I know, he still owns the place. So if you're listening to this, and um, if you know me by any means, you know that I'm not trying to bash a small business, and I'm not trying to... There's no haterade in me at all. This is 100% fact. This is what I went through. This is one of the struggles that I've had trying to make ends meet for my family. And you know, because I obviously didn't have a better job to go to, but I was stuck without one for doing the right thing. How many people will put themselves in that position? Most of them turn their back or swallow their pride and and swallow their tongue and I'm not the one and um, I just had to share that with you guys because I recently told that story to Queen Melody and um, I can promise you that if as long as I'm around I'm not gonna let her go to Papa Joe's Pizza me and my kids will will, will never go there and um, even probably even if it was under new management because of the stain in our brain. You know, that was just, you know, Melody's got a fungus in her brain, yo. She's fighting a disease that almost killed her. And there was that syrup sitting in there while the weather was changing hot and cold, hot and cold, fermenting, all this weird bacteria. And this dude tried to give it to my kids. I promise you after I left there, that food changed 
the syrup because I threatened to call the county. So I probably saved somebody else's life besides my my children's. And the reality is that we don't know how Melody got this fungus in her brain. It could have been a very, very similar situation. You know, I work in food and beverage now, and every night, every soda, every you take the little things off the soda. You know, every the Sprite, the Coke, the, 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 the Cherry Coke, you take off the little dispenser and you let them sit in the sanitizer and the hot water to clean them. You rinse them if you can with the sprayer, you even throw them through the washer and steamer if you can. You're supposed to do that every night just for the little soda machine while it's working every day. What would happen to that syrup if it's sitting there for months while it's changing temperatures? Come on, y'all. You have to you have to be careful. Okay? You know, if you find a safe spot, a little good healthy spot with some good customer service, let me know. We'll be there. We'll get definitely leave our review. And we come with extra cash just in case they deserve a tip. And that's enough for the campfire today. Just say no to Papa Joe's off of Aruba. Um, that's that's me to the streets. That's me to all my listeners. Um, that's what I I've been through, and I, I can't tell you nothing else. There's no hater raid. That's facts, and um, that's the campfire for today. Next time, next time, we'll get back into my autobiography, and I'll tell you about the crazy new job and some of the crazy experiences I got going on at the new job. Download Satan Arena. Join DJ Melodic and earn crypto playing the coolest game ever. Play to earn blockchain game. Satan Arena is free to download in your app store. It's time for break. It's time for some fun. It's time for recess with AJ. for recess with AJ and today I'm going to talk about my science fair project and it's um bubblegum test and so we like tested which flavors lasted the longest which gum flavors lasted the longest and which gum flavors taste the best and so the flavors that lasted the longest the first one is winter fresh the second one is big red and the third one is ice breakers ice cubes and for the best flavors um the first one is grape double bubble the second one is apple double bubble and the third one is watermelon double bubble and i had fun doing it and my dad helped me and we also wrote like stuff about the gum and I think I need to find a gum that tastes good and that lasts the longest. If you want to know more about my science fair project, go check it out on my YouTube, which is Recess 
with AJ and I just want to give a big shout out to Pacifier City and it's um, like little cards that you could buy for your kids for Christmas or any holiday and if you like if you would like to see the cards go to my YouTube and I have an unboxing of the cards and you could go check it out on pacifiercitycards.com. That's all for today. Bye. Pacifier City cards for kids. Get the best birthday card you can give. Their name's printed on it. Their age too. A custom message. It's from you. With games and activities through and through. It's not just a card. It's a gift too. An amazing birthday card to click away. Come get yours before their birthday slips away. PacifierCityCards.com PacifierCityCards.com And now, and now, it's Vibing with Melody. Your time to get to know the perfect Wonder Woman. Frankenstein by Cupid for DJ Melodic. Welcome back to another edition of Vibing with Melody. I'm Queen Melody. And, uh, I am giving a shout out to We Hear Podcasts, um, showing some love to another podcast. Um, they are a podcast that talks, uh, has different stories, um, that they do on Apple Podcast only, actually. And it is a they have romance, werewolf, adventure, horror, love stories, paranormal, etc. Um, I kind of checked them out, thought they were pretty cool. Listened to some of the stories, they're pretty um, interesting. So I thought I'd give them a shout out and um, so yeah, that's all I have for you guys. Oh, and I wanted to talk about, I had a, a doctor's appointment today and uh, it was with the neuro ophthalmologist 
and that has um, to, to, do, to do with my eyes and they told me that my eyesight is getting better considering I could have gone blind and so they said that my eyes are doing good so that's a good sign so I thought I'd share that with you guys all and I do have to wear glasses so that's but it's better than being blind so it actually makes you look cuter <laughs> thank you <laughs> But, um, so we hear podcast, uh, go check them out, see what you guys think and let me know. Bye. True stories about the legends we admire and the forks in the road that made them. This is the road to glory. Welcome back to another edition of Road to Glory. Today we're going to be talking about professional skateboarder Tony Hawk. That's right. San Diego native, SoCal native, Tony Hawk, a.k.a. the Birdman. Um, Grew up basically idolizing Tony Hawk. A lot of us did. His tricks were amazing. Uh, And um, I believe... um, he he started skating professionally at 14 years old and I don't know how many children nowadays um, go pro at anything at, uh, at 14 years old but um, I think that um, that's something that a lot of the children can look up to nowadays and um, I wanted to kind of introduce AJ to Tony Hawk so I was able to actually pick up a couple skateboards from Tony Hawk and brand new. Um, it's the deck and the wheels, right? And um, the trucks seem pretty solid. Uh, it looked like it was, uh, I kind of tested it real quick and it was smooth. So uh, I got a good deal on them. I added them to the man cave and I actually told AJ that once we find him a, uh, a helmet, we're going to take them for a spin, a ride, and cruise on down the street to the food lab and do a little review of the food lab. They got arcade and, and good food. I've never been. AJ's never been. Melody's never been. So I just found a good excuse to get there. And um, it'll be a cool little trip. It's like a couple blocks away. So we got the Tony Hawk skateboards, and I thought it would be a good idea to talk about him in today's Road to Glory. Um, Melody, you want to um, chime in with a couple of the facts that you were able to find on the Google? Uh, yes. So I found out that he was the first to do the 900. Right. 900. It was the first documented 900. Documented 900. Um, he is estimated worth 180 million wow that's because he's got brand like four or five different brands and the video game licensing and all that good stuff and um he is the owner of a skateboard company called the birdhouse right birdhouse 
and they make skateboards and other like clothing apparel for skaters skateboard theme um stickers all sorts of cool stuff um birdhouse is one of his brands and i know he's got some some other clothing out there that's not necessarily birdhouse related as well i remember his video games got to be one of the coolest video games i've ever played um i grew up like with madden and and then super mario and some of the classics and tony hawks you could actually be spider-man in the game and you're skating you could do these limitless unbelievable tricks from rooftop to rooftop and it i don't care what speed tempo you are of a gamer you go back right now find the good tony hawk i forget what edition it was but the one where you could be wolverine and spider-man and and um you just play skate with your buddies and it's just amazing tricks to see who could do the best combos uh that was a good game and um i think tony hawk um actually bought his first house his senior year <laughs> yeah. of high school right high school. of high school so he's about 17 18 years old he bought his first house at that age and um and he, he has an IQ of 144 right smart man right smart man they said he was hyperactive as a kid and a very smart high IQ and his outlet became the skateboard a passion he found which he ended up honing and dominating and being one of the best to ever live to and actually he's the best that we know of there might be a better one out there that we've never heard of that didn't make it or have the breaks the fame that Tony did but Tony is the best that we know of um he's got X game gold medals all sorts of good stuff um probably i th- actually he was the number 1 skater national champion skater for 12 consecutive years and um i just i just wanted to introduce aj to um tony hawk aj have you ever heard of tony hawk before have you ever seen any of his videos um i haven't seen any of his videos yet Oh, see. So we're going to go ahead and get some pizza a little bit later and uh watch some of his highlights and introduce AJ to him. We'll take a spin on his um um skateboards later at some point during the holiday. Maybe Festival of Lights and um that's coming up right around the corner. So that was um a road to glory and um Tony Hawk uh, his fork in the road had to be falling in love with skateboarding. It changed his life and it changed the life of a lot of others. It definitely brought some attention to the sport that um that wasn't there prior to him being who he is. So, much love Tony Hawk. Uh we're we're we're, we're still repping the 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 Birdhouse and all the all the um all the other clothing apparels that we got from back in the day. So, um just wanted to give you a, a big pat on the back, you know. Um thank you for being such a good role model and being so good to the sport and to the community. We're getting ready to wrap it up. It's been a long day and a long episode. 
That's right, it's been a long day. Melody had her doctor's appointment out in Orange County. I made it all the way back, and uh, she hit the gym with me, did the podcast episode, helped AJ with this project. Mm, not really helped so much. You guys did most of the work. You're the supervisor. I was <laughs> the <It's a> supervisor. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, she was there. and Spirit. Well, she was held. Well, she was there. We, I was we, there. It was a team. I was, a, I was there. Yeah, and we did the podcast. We did a podcast. Okay. AJ had a full day. He did um, school. Then he did his science project with us. Then he did an episode of Recess with AJ on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And then he did... Um, and then he helped us with the podcast. podcast. Right. So he had a full... Oh, then we went to the park afterwards, right? Mm-hmm. Got some pizza and went to the park. And then me and you went to the gym. Right. So we had a full day, and I just wanted to say I'm really proud of you. Really am. You came a long way, and you're getting better. I mean, you're still not 100%, but you're here. And um, AJ, oh, man, if you ever hear this, buddy, I'm really proud of you. You know, I don't even know if you listened to the episodes, but I am proud of you. And um, you had a full day today. And that's better being the lazy little bum that's twiddling his thumbs all day doing nothing or doing the same thing over and over again. I'm really proud of you. And I hope you just keep it going. And um, I guess that's enough for today. We're going to have to give another um, shout out to today's sponsor, right? Right. DollarSeed.com. DollarSeed.com. They got the seeds for your organics, your flowers, your vegetables, all the goodies, right? So make sure you check them out. Um, we're going to play the commercial, and I got one more new track for you guys. And uh, that's probably going to be enough for today. Go put this one in the fridge. That means the lights Bye are out. <laughs> that means the lights are, are out. <laughs> and then... Uh, butter's getting hard. The butter's getting hard. The eggs are cooling. And, and the, the jello's jiggling. Bye, guys. At dollarseed.com, all of our seeds are only a dollar a pack. And we have online resources that teach you all about the rewarding hobby of growing your own plants, flowers, herbs, and vegetables. Imagine the joy you'll feel when your children actually help you harvest your first garden crop. Or the pride of knowing you'll never need a florist again. Visit dollarseed.com and grow a little magic of your own for just a dollar. dollarseed.com. What could be healthier?